following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. we got an amazing, amazing show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, before I tell you about it, let's say hi to Ron, and then we'll say hi to the chat room. So what's up, my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell? Well, I was on my computer, and my cell phone went off. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. <clears throat> It's hay season here, you know, see, uh, seeding season. They're seeding all the lawns for the winter season. It's killing everybody. Anyway, they said in Palm Springs, Riverside County, we are not to go out. We have to stay in the house and we have to order food in. I guess they know more than we know. This, this virus really has to go. Uh, I cannot wait till the vaccine is ready. I will get it. And I'm saying to everyone out there, please get the vaccine. Uh, once we all have the vaccine, the virus will no longer exist. That's my message for the day. Hello, yay, yay, way, 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 no more than we know. Keep talking. I'm trying to share this because people are in the wrong chat room. People are in the wrong chat room. Yes. Anyway, um, the weather here is beautiful. It's a little overcast, but it's a nice 75 degrees and uh, partial sunshine which makes Palm Springs very bearable. In the summertime, it's not when it's extremely hot. But now it's very bear, very bear, bearable. That's the word, bearable. Um, what we, I, I'm excited about our guests today because, you know, I'm from the olden days. And I've been through all the days, not olden days, but the good days. And disco music is my favorite. Jimmy doesn't like it. I play it in the car. He has a fit. I like it. I just don't like I don't like it when we play Studio 54 on on Sirius because they play like eight-minute versions of I some love song it. you never heard I of. I you know, listen, I heard it through the grapevine. You know, I mean, what beats that song for eight minutes? Nothing. But today we have Earth, Wind, and Fire. I mean, I can't breathe from the people that we have on our show We've had uh, Tommy James, Crystal Blue Persuasion, my favorite. Then last week we had uh, Ken Knox from uh, Chairman of the Board. Chairman of the Board from uh, Give Me Just a Little More Time. And today we have um, we have Ralph Johnson from Earth, Wind, and Fire, and along yeah. with Saeed Wait, wait, we, we didn't give his song. He's got a million songs. I know the one that we bought. September. You, do you remember? Last September, I'm going to sing with him, you know, I'm going to ask him to sing the first line of the lyric. This way I can go around telling people, oh, I've sung with Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's a Hollywood, you know, con job. So we have Ralph Johnson coming on along with Saida Garrett. Saida Wait, Garrett. Saida Garrett, I, I never listen to music, but since we, anyone's music, because I like it fresh, but since we cannot 
and we are not allowed to play anyone's music anymore on our show, I asked Jimmy to play it for me. I have got to tell you, well, I'm going to say that until she comes on, I want to tell you what I think of her. And then our first guest, you guys, is Alan Frew. He's the lead singer for Glass Tiger, one of my favorite bands of all time in the history of music. I love them so Very much. Very Beatles reminiscent. And uh, all their music's not just that Christmas song was. Um, but you guys remember them. Don't forget me when I'm gone uh, someday. I mean, they're huge songs, so it was fabulous. But we also got a chat room starting to fill up. Let's hide everybody in the chat room. We got. Oh, wait, one thing. Everyone, enjoy today's show because it's really going to be a great show. We have great guests, wonderful guests. Yeah, amazing, 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 amazing. Um, so just today we have a Grammy nominee, two-time Oscar nominee, Grammy winner, Two Grammy winners, and one of them was nominated 17 times for a Grammy. I mean, can you believe I mean, that's so. like just I'd be happy ridiculous. to get one nomination for something I did in my life. <laughs> so we, we have a chat room. Let's say hi to everybody. So we have um, Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room. Hello. Eileen, Eileen, Eileen. I just saw that uh, painting somebody made of you, and I love the way they exposed the left breast. It's so true to force. There you go. Uh, B. Claudia from Germany. Hello, B. Teresa Sabin from Florida. Bill Victor Arukan from, um, I don't he's in California someplace. Uh, Eileen is there. Oh, uh, Angela. Angie. Angie Baby. Don't you say it. I'm only, I didn't. I'm the only one allowed to, anyone that calls her Angie Baby, I'm going to punch in the face. I said Angela. Mm -hmm. and then we that's have, my pet name for my pet friend. We have football superstar Boomer Mays in the chat room. Everybody says they like our shirts. They like my shirt, too. My, mine is purple, and it's photographing blue. Isn't that weird? Oh, it looks purple to me. Well, not for me. And this is a real grape, a, a, a true, true grape color. It's grape. And I love that. It kind color. of matches because it kind of goes with mine, even though mine's blue, but well, it's got no, purple in my it. My shirt color matches your skin color, so that's yeah. why they look good. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Backpack John's also in the chat room. Hello, hello. Um, Angie wrote Angie Baby in the house. And uh, Yes, my darling. We're going to have a fun show for you guys today, and then we... Uh, We've got, let's see, only two more shows after this, and then it's Christmas already. Shit. This month's going I mean, fast. I, I hate this because I'm not allowed out of the house due to the fact of my age. As you all know, I'm 35. And they don't want me out there because 35-year-olds can get very ill from this. Um, actually, I'm 80, so that's why they don't want me out. But um, I can't do Christmas shopping. I got my daughter, Leslie, just two things, and Deirdre, one thing, and it's you know, we all said there's going to be a weak Christmas. I hate shopping online. I like to feel fabric. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like to feel fabric. I like to touch things. I like to see how it's sewn. I like to see if the zippers are incorrect. When you order online, you get, you know, whatever they send you. I could have a hole in it. I don't order clothes, but I don't order too many clothes online. I order other But it could make a, you know, a rat could have eaten a hole in the crotch and Forget about it. You got a, a rat eaten crust. They say they love purple on you. And also, Don, I don't think I mentioned Don Hinton is in the channel. So, what's up, Don? You How just are blew, you? You just blew a joke. Oh, I did? Yeah, you stepped on my line, you son of a gun. Oh, well. Anyway, I said, who wants to buy rat crotch eaten jeans? Right, Eileen? <laughs> Eileen has a very. Eileen's got a lot of crotches that have been eaten on her jeans, too. <laughs> And I guess a lot of those guys were rats, right, I? She says that she likes to touch things, too. I know she does. That's why she's always Oh, and Joe grabbing. Castro's in the chat room. Hey, Joe, Joe. I just gave you the biggest compliment today on Facebook. <clears throat> well, maybe it was yesterday. I call you the master now, the master of monsters. 
You're the monster master. I mean, I love everything you do. They're disgusting. They're ugly. They're skeevy. They're slimy. Crap hanging from the teeth. Red blood. Just, you are really a warped person. How does your mind even think those ugly things up? <laughs> but on the other hand, Joe Castro, you are a genius. And I really do care for you a lot. You're a good friend. I really care for you. You're a sweet guy. Even though you look like you could kill somebody. But no, you're a sweetie. And they also uh, they got their terror tunes for uh the money they needed to complete Terror Tunes 4 completed, so Joe's got a new movie he'll be working on soon. Oh, good, 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 good. And uh, so that's very close. He what, says what, he loves us both. What, what about, Joe. I know something about that movie, Terror Because it was all over. It's, it's, no, it's the fourth installment. He's done three other ones. Oh, I thought I was maybe in it. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> oh, well, I have five movies anyway, so screw you, Joe Castro. <laughs> <clears throat> They say we look fabulous. So, hey, B, how are you? And, and Joe Castro thinks Warped is good, and everybody likes you in purple. Purple? Oh, that's because it's a regal color of the Pope, and I look like the Pope. See, I could play the Pope. See? That's like you played a, a priest. Yeah, but that priest was gay. Yeah. <laughs> he was a light in the loaf of fairy priest. Anyways, a fun role I played, and that was in Clown Fear, a movie that is kind of interesting. If you like uh, boobs, naked girls, beautiful girls with boobs bouncing in a lake, watch the film. It's a boob movie. Oh, they said watch time. What are you wearing? Okay. I, I don't want to really say what I'm wearing because it sounds very pretentious, but I'm wearing a, a diamond Rolex, which is my good watch that Jimmy gave me. And I wear it um, when I don't have a color watch to match my shirt. So we don't have a purple one. No. Joe says we're both going to be in the movie. Joe, don't put him in the movie. He's a stinking actor. Put only me. No, I'm getting, I'm getting my head blown off. Well, without speaking, yes. Yeah, if I'm going to blow up. Oh, if, you, if they shoot you down without speaking, fine. <laughs> but if you have to speak, it's so... You know, I go over the lines with Jimmy. And I say, Jimmy, say this line nicely. Stop, men. Don't do this. It's bad. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is hate people. Anyway, um... Jimmy delivers that line like this. Hey, man, stop now. That's not true. Don't, don't shoot me now. Yes, you do. You don't act. You uh, just read the line. And I kept saying, you must act. You have, you have to become the character. Now, make believe you're a mafioso or a cop or whatever, and you're going to be dictatorship. You know, dictate. Is that such a word as dictatorship? Yeah. Yes. But not using that sentence. Incorrect sentence. <laughs> anyway, not, be a dictator. And say, hey, you over there. You shoot me now, you're dead. Jimmy doesn't do that. You know why? Because he doesn't have Latino blood in him. I'm, I'm yeah, Ita Italian. What do you think Latins are, dumbbell? Italians. <laughs> Italians are considered Latins, not Hispanic Latins. Italians are Latins. We speak a derivative of Latin. Italian, when spoken, used to be Latin. Then it went to Spain, and the Spanish people there adopted the language of Latin. There are many words in Spanish that are in Italian as well. <clears throat> Thank you for the lesson. There you go. Anyway, so we're my gonna throat be is really bad. We're going to be in Terror Tunes Four, and I'm going to get killed. I'm going to be the hero. I'm going to grab all the girls by the boobs. Everybody and say, gets like, killed. I don't care. It's kind of like a cartoonish, not cartoon, kind of like an animated action film, kind of like. Uh, I, I'm going to be in that. Is Sherry Davis in that film? Oh, I don't know. If Sherry Davis is in that film, I don't get killed because I'll be hiding in her cleavage. Yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's funny. Okay, so anyway, you guys, we're going to have a great show. <clears throat> and Eileen's texting me stuff. I don't know what that is. Oh, okay. she's texting sex stuff. She's a sex person. Steven Escobar says hello. <laughs> What's up, Steven? Hey, Steven? Hey. What's going on? 
We're talking about Eileen Shapiro. She's forever talking dirty to me. I don't know why. I'm a clean-cut guy, and, and you know, people just abuse me that way. Oh, now also uh, Miss Kim is in there. So hello, Miss Kim. Welcome to the show. Who who is Miss Kim? She's always in our show. Artist Miss Kim. She's in our. She's Ms. in here every Ms. week. Miss Kim, are you Asian by any chance? No. Oh, because we're looking for a Japanese woman. You in have one. No, I can't. No, because she's not SAG. Nobody's SAG. Nobody. It doesn't make any difference. They'll become SAG when they do it. Yeah, I it. know, but she's not. I know she's a dear friend of mine. She'll be in it, but she's not going to play the main. She's not going to play the wicked woman. Okay. Who has to be a woman, a, a Japanese woman in her. We'll get somebody. Sixties who can really look scary and hell. Look into the voice of me. <clears throat> okay. Oh my God. So what's up? This is the I went out, I had breakfast in the garden, and the garden is just threw new grass seed down. And I was smelling this pretty smell. And like a moron, I went over to the garden, I leaned down in the lawn, and I said, oh, how beautiful the lawn smells. Yeah, well, now I'm losing my voice, and my, my nose is running. It's bad. Palm Springs, you know, we have a summer grass and a winter grass. They change seasons because in the summer, it's a special grass that tolerates 120 degrees. And then it, that dies when it gets cold because now we're like 42 at night. So they put a winter seed down. I mean, I just spoke with Teresa Rogers, you know, Tristan Rogers' wife, and she and Tristan are suffering terribly from this. They're not going out either. And everybody that I know in Palm Springs is suffering from this stupid seed thing. So funny. So Dave Hughes joined us. There's no sexy ladies today for you. But we have a talented lady. But we have talented ladies. So we have Alan Fru from Glass Tiger. and we have. But Sly you know what? I'll send you a picture of Eileen Shapiro's boobs. Or better still, I'll send you nudes of Sadie uh, Katz. So what's up? So the, we have Sadie Garrett and Ralph Johnson. You'll know who both of them are because you're a big music guy. Right. So it'll be a lot of fun. <clears throat> and um, everybody's giving kisses to B. So hi, B. And hi, B. How's the family going? What's doing? Mom's doing better, she said. Good. I'm glad. Yeah, that part's good. I'd like to meet you one day, B. It would be fun. I'd cook you a nice Italian meal, and we could have a lot of fun. She'll come here eventually. When we're free, when we're not held hostage anymore. We're just yeah, we're not going to be free for a while. Miserable, rotten, hideous flu. All I do is write about it on Facebook, encouraging everybody to please not commit suicide, because we have so many suicides at Christmas time uh, normally. And now this year, the, the suicides are just not to be believed how many people that are alone. They don't have a husband, a wife, a lover, anybody. And they're all by themselves for months and months in their home. All they have is maybe Facebook and cell phones. And they get crazy. They have a couple of drinks, and then they get brave, and then they knock themselves off. So I write every week, please, life is valuable. So many people out there that are ill are fighting to stay alive. And here you want to trash yours without any care or concern. So please, if you feel you, you're having a, if you feel you want to have suicide, call me. You can call me. I'll take your call. Go on Facebook and just call them off of Facebook. Right. Anyway, um, it is a it is sometimes a difficult time for lots of people, so we hope everybody's doing well and and tune into us. We'll try to at least make you laugh. Well, I do that on Facebook. You know, I write all kinds of crazy stuff, and I have them participate. Uh, the other day, I said, please post your Christmas trees, pictures of your Christmas trees on my page, because that'll make it such fun for everybody to snoop into everybody's house. Nobody really looks at the Christmas tree. They look at the furniture around the Christmas tree. <laughs> 
they really do. They really do. Nobody gives a hoot about the Christmas tree. I but, do. But, you know, so I took a long shot of our living room. And my God, you know what I got? I love the stone above the fireplace. Could you believe that? And everybody, oh, I love that piece of furniture. I love that painting. I love nothing about my tree. Although some did. We got like a million comments. Some people said the most stunning tree, beautiful tree, blah, 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 blah. But mostly it was about my house, <laughs> our house. So also, you guys, in the chat room, because uh, we've told Dave there's no, like, you know, sexy blondes coming on today, that uh, that uh, Artist Kim said all the sexy women are actually in the chat room, which is true. So all you guys are You know, Jimmy, I don't know what this girl looks like that's coming on, but if, if she's anything like her voice, she's got to be. Oh, a, she's beautiful. She's, she's got to be a thin, sexy, black, beautiful girl. Because that's what I hear in her voice. I will talk more about it when she comes on. And as you all know, I do not compliment anyone I don't think is worthy of it. And I don't blow smoke, you know where. Um, I, I don't like liars and phonies, you know, like some people say to me, oh, I saw you in a movie, you were wonderful. I look at them and I say, you were full of crap. It was awful, the movie was awful. How can anybody be good in that crappy movie? And they'd say, oh, but I thought you were good. I said, okay, whatever you want to say to me. So tell me I'm young and gorgeous and wonderful. You know, it's not going to make any difference. I'm still not going to be your friend. So, Rebel, our, our guest says he's backstage. I'm wondering <clears> if he's in the wrong one. Uh, is he actually backstage? I forgot. I'm not running this, so I can't see it. Uh, but let me know if he's backstage. No, he's not. Okay, so I think he's in the wrong link. Oh, wow. Uh, so hang on. Keep talking. I miss working in the studio. You know, we shoot from home now. And in the studio, it was a lot easier to work because um, the technicians were all there. Everybody was doing their job. And the difficult part is we shoot our show from Palm Springs. Now, it goes to Florida, to the tower, in the, and where Rebel is in Florida. No, Rebel's not even in Florida. Where's well, she's in Louisiana. She, it goes to well, – we go all over the world. We're like the virus. It goes to Rebel – then it goes to the studio, and then it goes out to you people. So by the time it gets to you, you know, it's old news. Now, hang on, when you're in the studio, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat, forgive me today for this awful throat. I had to go sniff the gra grass. Not that grass, not the smoking grass. That probably, I bet you if I smoked a joint, it maybe it would go away, it would kill everything in my nostrils. I went, I went and kneeled down and smelled grass. I mean, tell me I'm not retarded, please. What idiot does that? Knowing that when Teresa Rogers said that she and Tristan are suffering terribly from the grass scene, and moron, that was last week, and moron me goes and kneels down and sniffs grass. But the smell is beautiful. What a beautiful smell of seeds, grass seeds. Hi, Jimmy, we have Alan. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> Let's go on with the show. Ooh. <laughs> you gotta like love it. All right, everybody. So now we got it all worked out. Hello, hello. Look at you. Look at you. I like Say you, something. Good. We're good. Okay, so take your uh, laptop. Are you on an iPad? Yes, I'm on an iPad. Tilt it back a little bit if you can because your your top of your head is cut off. There you go. It's that's not, too high. Too no, high. go down a little teeny. Okay, that's uh, go down a little teeny bit. There we go. Perfect. All right. Even though we have some people out there that would love to see your head cut in half. Because <laughs> they're horror movie freaks. You know? I mean, I get compliments. Like, I was in one movie where I was totally destroyed, and they said, oh, we so enjoyed watching you get chewed up. I thought, oh, that's nice. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Hold on. Let me do our intro. All right, everybody. 
Super excited now. I want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly talented Alan Fruit from Glass Tiger. Hello and welcome to the show. Gentlemen, how are you? Thank you for having me. So fabulous. I know you've been on once before, but many years ago when we were in Pennsylvania, but let me reintroduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, I, Ron. Like, I like your music. Thank you, Ron. You know, put it back. I, I have to hear, you know, we, we're not allowed to play your music. You know that. No, he doesn't know that. They shut us down for that. The law is now that we are not allowed to play our guests' music, which is totally un-American. Wow, because that's bullshit. It is bullshit because you people are coming on here to visit with us and to push your recording. And now we're not allowed to. So, Jimmy. You have to explain it better. It's not like the law. Here's what happens. Whatever. We stream, it's still communism. We stream, we stream the video live on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. And because we don't own the rights to the music, uh, even though it's your music, they, they, they'll actually shut us off. So we had John B. on um, many months ago in a live stream. And, and YouTube just started doing that because they didn't used to do that. Uh, and they literally cut our uh, cut the show off uh, and disconnected us in the middle of the show. They're communists because they won't let you do it because YouTube is weird. So we're going to talk about it and tell people where they can go to it in a little bit. But okay. before we do that, what but we're anyway, gonna... getting back to me before I was interrupted by you, <laughs> um, I, I, I now listen to music before we go on the air. And I got to tell you, the song that Jimmy played for me, I for one second thought it was the Beatles. And I thought, oh, my God, this is a good song. This is really good. And Jimmy said, yeah, but the rest of the music is not like that. And I said, why? Well, not the Glass Tiger music isn't like, well, this is a Glass Tiger. We're going to talk about it. So we're going mean, to talk about what it. What was the song you played for me this morning? That was their new Christmas song that we're going to talk about in a minute. And it's, it's called it's a, Happy Holidays. It's yeah. a really, it's a really great song. Yes, Thank it you, is. Man. And I, don't, and I don't know why we're not allowed to put a Christmas song out when, hey, listen, YouTube, everybody's upset. <laughs> People are committing suicide because of the virus. Everybody's depressed. And if this man's song can cheer us up, God damn it, He's let, got a whole album let us play up. it. YouTube, you spies, because you're communists. You shut up, though, because I don't want to get shut off of YouTube the way they kick oh, you YouTube. off of Facebook. I love YouTube. <laughs> YouTube is the only place to go. It's the most wonderful <laughs> website there is. Go to YouTube and enjoy. Like So, so Alan, literally, we have a ton of people in the chat room. We have uh, the UK, Canada, Germany, uh, the United States, Australia, all kinds of people represented. So say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. It's good to see you. And then we have, you got to say hi to B. Claudia because she's like our biggest music nut and she loves everybody that comes on. And so say hi to B. Claudia so she can make Claudia. her happy. Good to see you. So you guys, okay, so you guys know, first of all, uh, we had Alan on. Um, actually, when we were in Pennsylvania and he was promoting, I think, your solo album, which I listen to all the time, 80290 Rewind. I think that's when we had you on last yep. time. And uh, which, by the way, everybody should go to Spotify and stream it or, or download it. It's great. He does covers of like the greatest songs ever. We might even talk about that in a little bit. Um, but uh, he's I want to ask him a question. Okay. Are you married? Yeah. Me? Yes. Oh, although I have a friend I wanted to introduce you to. Sue Wong is my dearest friend, and she's looking for a partner, somebody to share life with. You know, she's worked about no. a lot of money. <laughs> She's looking for a man that's rich also. <laughs> she wants to find her equal. Actually, I, I, uh, he's got, because uh, I read it in an interview, so I know it's not secret uh, information because I just put an interview out for you today. And his wife and his daughter goes to school someplace not in Canada, 
and uh, and his wife is there also, I believe, and he's going to be going there next week. But he's been away from his wife and daughter during the quarantine. Right. Is that right? You That's must right. be. You must have calluses on your hands. <laughs> Woo! That's a long time, buddy. Oh, you got some tomato hidden in the closet. <laughs> At least he got it. He's, well, he's got some young chicky boy, girl. No, no. Some young chicky girl is in the closet. No. And he pulls her out. You're going to get people in trouble. Oh, stop it. You have no sense of humor. He's a friggin' wasp. He's, a, he's, an, he's an, from an English descent, and they lived in Georgia. Okay, can you figure that I didn't out? Know. I've never no, but your, your, blood, your bloodline comes from Georgia. We don't even know that. I'm adopted. We don't know that for sure. It was, you know, we, found, we found some of your family on that stupid Ancestry, but we don't know if that's real. So hold on. So first of all, Eileen's texting me because she can't stay here forever, and she wants to make sure you. Uh, she's going to listen to your interview. So say hi to Eileen. Hi, Eileen. She's there you go. Eileen. Eileen did an interview with her. She's fabulous, yes. She, she's fabulous. Um, well, that's okay if you think so. She's okay, you know. As far as I'm concerned, she's all right. Okay, right. I mean, you know, you know, if she'd leave my wang alone and stop grabbing it and stop throwing me <laughs> down on the bed, saying you could be straight, I can make you straight. Let me try. And then she gets those big knockers and she smacks me all over the face with them, and I just lay there and I say, Eileen, maybe. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eileen is my darling and most dearest, wonderful friend, and I love and adore her. I really love her. Dave Hughes says he's Scottish. He'll get all the jokes. <laughs> Dave Hughes. Oh, that filthy pig. I talk about <laughs> boobs, and he lights up. <laughs> so, you guys, Alan Jewish from Glass Tiger. Anybody who doesn't know Glass Tiger should be shot. That's right. My, Kill him one, now. One of my absolute favorite Ooh, bands. supposed to say that. I know you can't say that. You just no. I, I must retract that. Edit that rebel. Cut that out. <laughs> no, we're not allowed to say anybody should kill anybody. <laughs> so rebel, honey. I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, that that was different though, because you were talking about specific people. Yes, so anybody down. who doesn't know who Glass Tiger is, though, really, I mean, it's unbelievable because they're like one of my favorite bands of all time. You guys, their very first album was called The Thin Red Line. They had Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone, which everybody has to know, unless you're like 20. Years old or younger, maybe you don't know it, but other than that, you should definitely like know it. And if you don't know it, you should look it up. They had another great single, Someday. The whole album is stellar, and uh, I've been a big fan forever, so I'm happy that we have you on for a second time. It makes me super happy. Pleasure. Uh, uh, so now you guys have recorded your first Christmas original, your own Christmas songs. Yes. Uh, holiday songs. The name of the album is actually called Songs for a Winner's Night. Yep. And the single that you released is called Happy Holidays, which you guys, if you go on YouTube and just plug in Glass Tiger, Happy Holidays, the video comes up. It's a great video. Don't There's a lyric video, too, but watch the other video. That's yeah, like I, actually I, I, I just asked Jimmy to put it on our private uh, system in the house. So when we have Christmas, we're going to play your song as well as this wonderful song that's coming up next. Uh, I freaked out from that Christmas song. I mean, you guys are really getting it together. You're getting away from the old-fashioned, and you're bringing in the new Christmas, and it's wonderful. I love it. So one thing I want to like commend you on, first of all, is I love the fact that you, you actually did a – even though the song's called Happy Holidays, you talk about Christmas all in it, and there's ten tracks. No, no, no let me interrupt you. I don't mind Happy Holiday. But if you know that I'm a Christian, please say Merry Christmas. I'm not offended. So now when I send out a message to everyone, I say Merry Christmas and a happy holiday. So I I, encom I encompass all of it. Which you is know, exactly, uh, Ron, that's exactly what we do in the song. We say, happy holidays, my friend, peace, love, joy, and merriment. 
raise your glass to one and all for it's Christmas time again. Yeah, yeah. Because I love that. It's Christmas wait, time wait, again. You know, Donald Trump keeps saying that they're trying to take Christmas away from us. Well, I hope no one does that because they're not going to win with me. Christmas will stay with me till the day I die. Of course. I love Christmas. I was raised with Christmas. Christmas is American. I mean, every, the world copied us, even though it started in Germany. Our Christmas, our Santa Claus is now united. He's all over the world. You guys have Santa Claus in Canada? Of course they have Santa Claus. Of course, yeah. And, I'm, and remember, I'm, I'm for the UK, so. Right. It's, it's all. Father, father, it's Christmas. Father, father Christmas in exactly. England. So you, so you guys, so we got. The thing is, he's blue. He's blue and white. He's not red and white. <laughs> he, he dresses in blue. No, he does. Father Christmas dresses in blue and white. So you guys, the name of the album it's out now, I think, because I streamed it on Spotify, right? So yeah, you can. It's a, it's a, I listen. I listened to the whole album today, you guys, while I was prepping for the show. It's called Songs for a Winter's Night. There's ten tracks. We have Happy Holidays, Santa Get Your Sleigh, um, Ode for a Winter's Night, narrated by Gordon Lightfoot. A uh, song for a winter's night, a wonderful life, featuring Steve Sidwell. Who's Steve Sidwell? Steve Sidwell is a wonderful orchestrator and arranger out of the UK. Um, he worked with people like George Michael and uh, Petula Clark, and uh, so he's like a big wig. Yeah, he is, and he conducted the orchestra on the track. Okay, so then we also have Christmas with You and Everyday Wish. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but Joy Isabel. Like Isabel Barak Darian. She's a, a, a mezzo soprano, beautiful lady. She she sang a soprano with us on that one song. Uh, and how do you pronounce the song? Uh, it's called An Everyday Wish, and her name is Isabel Barak Darian. Okay, then what's the next one? I have Joyous Noel Mes Amis. Uh, so Joyeux Noel Mes Amis is the French version of Happy Holidays. Ah, okay. You didn't know that? No, how would I know? I don't even know how to pronounce it. <laughs> his, his background is from Georgia. Yeah. Then he's got Give Love for Christmas, and then they have a, 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 a remix of Happy Holidays along with Home for the Holidays. I listened to the whole album today, you guys. It hasn't, how long has it been out? Not very long. Oh, maybe a week. Yeah, it's only been out like a week, you guys. It's really, really fun. And may I add this to it? Yes. Every year I play every single song by Johnny Mathis for Christmas. It gets a little tiring because I've been listening to it for 70 years. It's so nice to have an album like yours to add to our Christmas album. So therefore it's not a bore. And it's new music, it's fresh music, and it tells stories and it makes you feel happy and it's an up album. Everyone out there, you know I don't lie or blow smoke you know where. Please buy this album. And you'll thank me. It's a fine album with good music, and it just is—it's a happy album. We need happiness now. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. No, I don't thank me. I also—I don't tell—I don't tell anything. If I didn't like your album, guess what? You know what I say? Oh, I get the impression. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said to you. wouldn't have said anything. No, I would have said to Jimmy, "You take over the interview. The album stinks," <laughs> and I can't lie like that. So Jimmy would have absolutely taken over. The, the uh, interview. So I read in the interview that you did with Eileen that you didn't want to do like an album of like you singing like covers of other Christmas songs that every other artist on the planet has done. Right. So how long did it actually come to come up with 10 brand new Christmas songs? Well, well, well the good news is because uh, Happy Holidays has the, the remake. <clears throat> it was yes. really, it was really uh, uh, like nine songs, including the French. So, uh, Sam and I, the keyboard player from Glass Tiger, you know, we dabbled with the idea of doing a, 
a Christmas CD three or four years ago and it fell through the cracks because I was a little, I love like as, as Ron's saying, the Johnny Mathis, or the Michael Bublé, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. We've all grown up with these great, great songs, but they've been done so many times. Boring. I, I was just going to let it go. And then COVID hit. And I think I think what people forget is there's people out there just the connect between musicians now and fans is even more important because yes. we're starving for live music, and um, and so we we decided if we're going to do this, let's do it and and talk to people about love and kindness and friendship and how you know we need to be closer than ever even though we're physically distanced we need to be socially closer and uh and you guys are living through a lot of divisiveness down there and and so we just wanted to uh, touch on things that are inclusive for everybody and uh and so we could only do that by writing it and that's yes, but unfortunately your beautiful album it's not going to do a damn thing to the people who hate because we have so many haters in our country, too many haters, so people sorry. that hate you for a stupid reason. Jimmy and I never, ever, ever divulge our political interest, because if we did, we would have millions of people coming in hating us and saying the most disgusting things to us. I and understand. this is a fact, because we have many friends that foolishly said they were Republican. And the Democrats went after them like there's no tomorrow on Facebook. You had to see die, kill, garbage, horrible terrible stuff and vice, and versa. vice versa and vice versa yeah. so it's 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 a sad world that we have we are american we are all born under the same flag and we should listen to the same laws that have been with us forever america has been a supreme country due to the fact that it is what it is why change it why go someplace else and make it Actually, everybody wants to come to canada where you are <laughs> you know how ironic that is ron when i was a little boy and growing up listening to the Beatles, America was the Mecca. Everybody wanted to come to America, and I, and I was no different. And Glass Tiger has had wonderful tours in America and met some of the greatest people in the world. And it's very sad. It's sad watching what's going down right now, and I can only hope that time will pass and people will understand that it's just, it's just horrible. It's just a, a waste. Well, there are there are certain groups of people i don't really know if they're communists or what but they are deliberately using the democratic party to be evil they, they want them to, no, no I'm, I'm not making statements um it's they're trying to make it a black white war it's not a democrat republican war it's a black white war and we have we have had problems with black people in our country because of the white men not treating them as an equal but in the last 30 years, I've seen a difference. You know, I'm from the olden days when I drove to Florida. We, He's 80. They, I'm 80. So when they couldn't use our toilets, they couldn't eat in our restaurants, they couldn't ride in our public transportation. I was appalled at this. So many Americans were appalled at it. And we all went out and I fought. I fought alongside black people when I was in my early 20s and 30s for equality. And, you know, we have... We have so many friends that are black, that are wonderful. Cece Pennington, finally, I mean. Uh, okay. Wendy Moten, these people are wonderful people. And I don't know why we should suddenly think that they have to hate us. 
And why are they told or taught to hate us? I didn't do it. I didn't own a slave and I never would have, you know. So this is my problem with our country. We have to understand that not everybody is racist. Well, and in this country, in this country, this, we, we I live in Canada and we are free to worship, not worship, love who we want to love, be any color, creed we want and uh yeah but there are racists in in canada of also. course there'll be racists everywhere but yeah because but, they're, they're those racist people love to be racist because they're nuts and they want to be miserable and they want to start wars and they love to fight and that's why so anyway my country needs to understand that we were the first with freedom we fought the second world war we helped england to survive, we help the world to survive, and we're survivors ourselves. And by I the way, want... by the way, you help Britain, Britain. Yes. yes. <laughs> Scotland's in there too, Ron. There you go. No, but it's true. So I just want my final words to be: not everyone's a racist. Not Jimmy and I, that's for sure. Oh, and no, no, please no. respect, respect, and love the people who are not racist. Don't put us in danger because you want to fight the racists. That's and you guys, it's Christmas. Yeah. And what, what a better time to everybody to come together, everybody try to get along, come together and listen to some great music, exactly. you know, that helps bring everybody together because the messages in all the songs are basically like get along, peace, love, unity, care for each other type yeah, but you see, messages. Jimmy, Jimmy, the good people understand that. Okay, well, let's, we can't right. worry about everybody. No, but the good people will buy these albums. But the crazy people, the racists, the but haters. But maybe they won't. Maybe they the won't. The haters. Let's call them the haters. They well, don't want to hear. They don't want to hear your beautiful stuff. They want to hear, blow up the White House, kill President Trump, tear down the Empire State Building. Put that to lyrics, and you'll sell a zillion copies. To the haters. I don't give a shit whether haters buy our music or not. I I, I just want to. Uh, I'm no to you. Haters won't buy your album. That's okay. I don't care. I'm okay with that too. Your album is too kind, good-hearted, and sweet. They don't understand those kind of things. Unfortunately, they probably were raised under very bad conditions by horrible parents. My feelings. Anyway, enough of that junk. You're good-looking. Too bad you're married. My friend. <laughs> no, I mean, let me tell you something. She's got a house in Hawaii. She's got a house in Beverly Hills. She's loaded. She's a, she's so long. The famous fashion designer and artist. She's look her up on Facebook. She's gorgeous. She's a Chinese lady who's stunningly beautiful. I think um, my wife my my wife might have a problem with that. <laughs> well, maybe we could talk to your wife and get her. I have another friend, a male friend. She might like better than you. <laughs> and then she'll, she'll trade you in for my friend, and then everybody will be happy. Okay. Actually, just so you know, B. Claudia said she's streaming the album in the background, and that it's awesome. Yeah, it is a good and album. And she put up a link to some article in ET Canada about the album. It looks like it came out November 26. <laughs> no, I, I again repeat. Buy this album. It'll make you happy. So so I have a question for you. So like yeah. you're married now. Were you married when Glass Tiger came out? Uh, no. I met my wife to be uh, in 1989. So Glass Tiger was about three years into her career. I met her and, uh, uh, you know, she's been, we've been together since then. So I had about three years on her before uh, we got married. Now answer this question, which I, I, I have. Yeah, let me finish. Well, no, you finish. No, I'm not finished, because that means it gave him three years to, 
to like so is oats because like you're a rock star like yeah, there are songs gonna, on the radio we're everywhere we're not going to go there now did you get to be a pig you see how we change everything I, around I, I have never been a pig <laughs> and i could see that you reject now answer this question which i don't like asking because it's a stupid boring question but i'm curious how did you come about your name glass tiger um we we used to be called uh, tokyo don't ask me why we were just we were called tokyo and when we signed an international record deal we just uh, and we got our first little tour we decided a new beginning we need a new name and uh the guitar player was reading do you remember a book by george plimpton called mm -hmm. paper lion yeah the thing he did with the detroit lions so the guitar player came and said what if we called ourselves paper tiger and i thought nah, i don't know i like tiger and i just went home and messed around with combinations of words came back and said what do you think of glass tiger and that was it, it was that simple now i think i may be having a, like a, an 80 year old hallucination but i think i've heard of the of the group tokyo how do, why do i feel like i know the, the I, name tokyo I, I believe there was a band called Tokyo Rose that may have done something. I'm not sure. There's also a band Tokyo Hotel, I think. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think they're like a, a hard but, rock. But I feel like, like I, metal I feel band. like I've heard the group Tokyo. I feel like I know them from the 70s. But we Tokyo. Uh, Tokyo. We, uh, we we decided to change our name, so we changed it. No, it's good. Glass Tiger is interesting. Tokyo is not. So what was it like? Because I read in the article, like, how cool was it for you the first time you heard your song on the radio and they played it, like, on all the different radio stations, like, at nearly the same time? Yeah. Uh, I was telling uh, Eileen, uh, my, my dad, my old dad kind of lived vicariously through me and the music. He loved it. And he, he was the, the real entertainer of the family when I was a boy. So the, all the big radio stations announced, uh, were told by the record company that you could play it at 5 p.m. on this particular evening. So my dad went out and hustled up the neighbors and borrowed transistor radios. And we had about five or six of them set up in the living room, all at different call signs for different stations. But of course, the radio stations wanted to get a jump on each other. So <laughs> at five minutes to five they somebody, <laughs> somebody starts playing it so then somebody jumps in at four minutes three minutes two so it was a cacophony of bedlam of noise <laughs> and each radio station was playing it and 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 uh, we were laughing our heads off and my manager kept calling the house and saying you've just sold five thousand singles <laughs> oh, that's brilliant! And put the phone down. Then he'd call back and he'd say, "It's twelve thousand. Wow. <clears throat> that's good. So now, what makes you not want to live in England? And why do you love Canada? It's so cold. Well, that's the only thing. I'm sitting looking at about four inches of snow right now as we speak. <laughs> um, um, I traveled. Well, I came over as a teenager, so you know, I came over with my parents. And then I had wonderful times in Canada and just, you know. Oh, so your, pa your parents lived in Canada? Yeah, well, they brought me here at 16. Oh, so you're really Canadian. I was a young man, young man at 16. and uh, But I traveled so much coming to places where the sun shines 
that uh, I used to get a lot of winter breaks. I would just go, go to LA and, and places like in, down in Texas and Arizona. And How so, about Palm Springs in the summer? <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of sun. And then, we have, now, then we have beautiful weather here in, in the summertime. So in the winter, yeah. that's great. So uh, uh, I, I never left. I just, uh, and well, Scotland, Scotland is a miserable man. It, it rains yeah. and pisses rain in Scotland 24 seven. Yeah. And Canada is a very beautiful country. I've traveled from east to west, and Banff is magnificent. Beautiful. Banff, oh, my God. I bet it's like, if there's a heaven, it has to be Banff. Beautiful. Um, and, of course, I have a lot of friends up in um, Sherbrooke. Sherbrooke is north of... Uh, no, um, well, Montreal. Montreal, yeah. And they're French-Canadian. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Montreal tomorrow. Actually, I love Montreal. There's a very good friend of mine there, Paul. He owns the uh, all the uh, porta toilets yeah. that they put they put out in the uh, when they have festivals and stuff. But his are beautiful because they have makeup counters, and I mean they're very elegant porta toilets. That's hilarious. No, no. I'm, I have a question. What's your actual? Because uh, like they're talking. I like just the wanted to give Paul a plug. Absolutely. <laughs> Not the vodka, but the name of his company is Absolute. So if you're in Montreal and you need water toilets, look up uh, Absolute and contact Paul. They're talking about you have a very cool website in the chat room. What's your website? Tell everybody because they didn't write what it is. Uh, well, there's two things. My, my website is alanfrewworld.com. Uh, Alan and then I do my little um, alanfrewworld.com. And then I do this Instagram live show once a week where I check in with people all around the world and I have usually have guests on. I'd love you two guys to come on my show. It would be brilliant. I would love it. We will definitely do that. And uh, that, uh, that's on Instagram and I'm Alan underscore Frew uh, on Instagram. A-L-A-N underscore F-R-E-W. And now, you guys, there's only one Alan Allen. Yes, one and, and, and do you have children? And if you do, are they musical? Uh, I have a grown-up son who was much more, he, he leaned towards um, acting, but he ended up becoming a chef. My son is a chef. My daughter's 16. She's very musical. Uh, but, you know, I never force it. No, never. Try and force it. They'll back away from it. So I'm just letting her do her own thing. My mother was actress Jenny Gabriel, a silent movie child actress. And what? when I a, a, a silent movie child actress, my mother was. Fantastic. And, and when I announced her I wanted to be an actor, she said to me, "Yeah, right. Hollywood's just waiting for you. Go out and get a job. <laughs> Go work for a union. They have benefits. You want to starve as an actor." So I had a lot of encouragement to be an actor. From my, my mother <laughs> on the night I, I won, I won three of my five Canadian awards, my three of my five Juno awards, I told everybody, my mother still tells me to get a real job. Yeah, that's what I do. My kids tell me that, my daughters tell me that. So a, a Juno award is like the equivalent of an American Grammy, right? Correct, correct. When I, when and you I, have five of them? Yeah, we, we've been nominated like 11 or 12 times and we've won it five times. When I finish a movie that I'm in, my daughter will say to me, okay, so now when are you gonna work? <laughs> Ron, Ron, if you look, Ron, if you look over my shoulder, Jimmy, yes. if you look over my shoulder. Yes. Oh, I see them. Yes. I see the awards. I see them there. Nice. I wish I had an award. I do have a couple of awards. Broadway has gave me an award for uh, my outstanding work in uh, 
getting money for AIDS. And that's a, a very, very big one for me, for broader cancer. That's a big, it's a crystal awake boy with Broadway cares, Ron, blah, blah, blah. Awards are nice. They make you feel like you've done something, you've accomplished something. Maybe one day I'll get an award. I'll get an Emmy. You know, I'm gonna, I'm, no, I'm going to be in a very good movie soon. I may get an Emmy. It's a good role. and I mean, I'm the lead in the movie. so Excellent. Maybe. You never know. You never it's know. It's a good script. It's a good script. No, we want to get an Emmy. But I'm a, and I want an award for best, best music publicist in the United States. Twice, I think. Right? No, just one. Oh, two different people. I want to two, two different, two different, two different organizations gave it to me. Right. Exactly. So that's fun. I just want to announce to everybody, I did not do cocaine. So if you see me sniffing and wiping, it's that damn seeds that I talked about. They planted seeds here for the grass. And I'm an, I'm allergic, so I'm suffering right now. So, all right. So hold on. Let's get it. So first of all, you guys, you can go to Alan Frew World. Is it Alan Frew or Alan Frew's World? No, Alan Frew World. AlanFruitWorld.com. You guys can follow him um, uh, on Twitter. He's at Alan Fruit and at Glass Tiger. He told you what his Instagram was a minute ago. Um, uh, you want to make sure you get the brand new album that came out. It's called uh, Songs for a Winter's Night, and the single is Happy Holidays, which you can watch the video if you just go to YouTube and plug in Glass Tiger or Happy Holidays. It just pops right up. Um, oh, wait, may I have, do I have my, your permission for me to put it on my Facebook page? Absolutely, my friend. <clears throat> I will. Yeah, we're going to put it out all over the place because it's fun. Right. It's a lot of fun. It is it is somewhat Beatlesque, uh, which is cool. And you now that we know the Beatles were kind of like an influence for you. No, yeah. I just, just, just the first song you played for me, and I thought, oh, my God, it's so Beatlesque. Yeah, Beatles -ish. The Beatles -ish. yeah, the Beatles were a big influence in my life, my culture. So, and, and you can hear it in the music. It's good. So who are some of your other – who were some of your influences before you guys, like, made it big? Like, who were some of your other musical influences growing up? Well, you know, I lived in the UK, so I was listening to Rod Stewart. I was listening to The Who, The Stones. But the Beatles were everything. It was all about the Beatles, uh, Elton John. Then when I came to North America, uh, one of the first bands, and I'm proud to call him a friend now, one of the first bands I came in touch with was the Guess Who. With yes. Oh, yeah, I guess so. And uh, I just this is all from my, my time, you know. You're yeah. talking about my era. Yeah. How and, old uh, are you? How old are you? Am I allowed to ask? Uh, 64. <clears throat> so you're a baby. Uh, well, you compared like... to me, I'm 80. I've been around since the Ink Spots, you wow. know, early day music. I've wow. seen seven seven generations of music. You look fine. You know who you remind me of? Tony Curtis. I'm sure everybody's everybody. Everybody tells him that. <laughs> you know what? When I was very young. I really looked like him because I used to wear my hair, black hair, like he did. Right. And I remember going to a, a movie theater in New York. And when I was walking in the theater, a bunch of girls ran up to me screaming, can I have your autograph, Mr. Curtis? Can I have your autograph, Mr. Curtis? So I signed his name. <laughs> I was late for the movie. I didn't want to stay. I'm not Tony Curtis and depress them. So I said, love Tony, love Tony. And those girls were screaming, love Tony. Okay. That's so <laughs> well, I have a Jane Russell story. Jane Russell was my best friend. And she and uh, a girlfriend just got off of an airplane. And a bunch of fans ran over to the wrong woman, not Jane, the woman with her, because they looked alike. And they said, Miss Russell, can I have your autograph? And Beryl Davis looked at Joan said, what should I do? And Jane said, sign the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> you got to like love it. So being... 
being a famous Canadian artist, uh, you, are you like friends with a lot of the other fam like uh, other famous Canadian artists? Like, do you know like Brian Adams or Atlantis Morissette or any of those people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we um, we all cross paths occasionally, and Brian and I text each other occasionally because he he's he loves soccer and he, he follows Chelsea, and I enjoy Chelsea. <clears throat> uh, Tom Cochran is a buddy. Burton Cummins. Oh, uh, we have Tom Cochran coming on the show at the beginning of the year. Oh, great. Um, <coughs> Tom's a great Tom, guy. We have Tom Cochran and Beverly Knight. Oh, Beverly Knight. Love, love Beverly Knight. Oh, I so love. Yeah, yeah, we have both of them. I didn't know on Beverly January. Knight was coming on. Yeah, she's coming on in January. Oh, I'm excited. Fantastic. Oh, that's very fucking freaking And cool. I understand that uh, my sweet friend, uh, Kathy, Kathy Sledge, Sledge is coming on, is coming on yes. who I love. And also my other sweet pie, whose um, name just flipped out of my old brain. Oh, my God. Anyway, the one come out of the rain. Oh, Kat, Wendy Moulton. Wendy Moulton's <laughs> coming on, who I love. So, who are people nowadays? Like, do you listen to any nowadays bands? Like, do you have any bands that you think, oh my God, these bands are really good, or do you do, or do you not really listen to too you much? You know, Jimmy, I'm the I'm the worst when it comes to new music, and it's it's only because I'm so saturated with what I do. I write all the time. The last thing I want to do is you know, fill my brain and try to understand uh, what's going on. And so when I, do, when I do play other music, I tend to retreat to the classics, you know, anything from, you know, the Beatles, again, to the Stones, to uh, all that stuff. I listen to a ton of playlists, like 70 Spotify playlists. Let me make another shocking, outrageous comment that I'm famous for. 1940 and 50, were the classic movies was royalty. Mm -hmm. 1960, 70, and 80 was classic royalty music. Yeah. Music today, unfortunately, like it. <laughs> is not music anymore. It's speaking so words. Or if it's not speaking words, the music is just so like, it doesn't move me, it doesn't send me, as we used to say. Your music and people like you your music made you come alive and your music is still playing today and it's as new today as it was 40 years ago and that's what we're fighting for and that's why we've had we have earth wind and fire on we had uh, last week we had um, chairman of the board chairman of, chairman of the board which that song is you know the best song in the world and then we had uh, uh, we had martha davis from the and motels Chris, and crystal blue oh, for Swayze, oh yeah we had tommy, tommy james. james with crystal blue and we got comments from people, young people saying, wow, that was great. I love that song. So that says to me that there are young people out there who think that music is old. And this I've said a thousand times on the show. Lauren Bacall was a good friend of mine. And I once referred to her movie as an old movie. And she said, Ron, a movie is only old after you've seen it. And she's right. And music is only old after you've heard it. But all these young people today love your era music. Oh, Ron, when, when I, you know, you pass by my daughter's bedroom, <clears throat> the music's blasting. There's probably nothing later than about 1977. My daughter's 16 years of age and she listens to, listens to classic stuff, uh, you know, from the, from the 50s and 60s and 70s. Royal, yeah, music, I love royal that. music. Still today, when Tina Turner sings, Heard It Through the Grapevine. Is that the, no, no, they have the right title? No. No, no. The, oh, no Marvin Gaye sang Heard It Through the Marvin, Grapevine. Marvin, wonderful Marvin. 
No, no, <laughs> Tina Turner's fabulous song. Du, 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 du. Anyway, she's I got can, a million. No, of them. I love her and I love her music. He, he forgets a, things once a, in a while. A, I toured with Tina for four months. Oh, how, oh my she, God! She, don't she, tell him that. <laughs> I have no idea how I love Tina Turner. You know, she was ill for a while. And she's I still was, ill. She's not ill anymore. She's getting better. I'm, I'm sending her all kinds of positive love and thinking. Uh, Tina Turner had a rough time in the world, and her music is just gets you up. Was she cool? What was she, she was doing? great. I mean, you know, we, we did four months with her all through Europe. Uh, she was a superstar and uh, royalty. And she was extremely gracious to Glass Tiger. But once once you're touring with a bigger band, you just go there and you do your job. You show up, you do your job, then you leave. So we saw Tina a lot uh, at the beginning. And then in the middle, we were just all doing our own thing. And then we all got together near the end again. But she was a dynamic entertainer. And how, how about as a human being? Is she a warm, loving, yeah. kind, sweet person? Lovely, lovely, lovely. I, I'm happy to hear that. Lovely. I'm happy because I, I think she's just absolutely incredible. So anybody hey, listening? Hey. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I've been very lucky. I would say of, of all the heroes, a uh, little bit of iconic uh, people that I've ever met in my life, 99% of them have all been great. There's only been like 1% have been assholes. And that was right. Great. And everybody has those anyway. Yeah, I mean, I know when I make a movie, sometimes the star is not in my scene. We make we shoot a whole film and never meet. Um, but you meet at the, the at the after party or the Oscar or the red carpet, and that's brief. So I never really get an intake on some of these celebrities. How about Patti LaBelle? Did you ever work with her? Patti LaBelle, I never worked with her, but I'll tell you a story. We were playing, we were touring America with uh, Steve Perry and Journey. And each oh, journey, big, big. Each night, you know, it was twenty thousand people, and there were always big stars showing up. And eventually, or inevitably, Glass Tiger would play, and I would get the nod. Somebody special wants to meet you, and I would go, and it would be Willie Nelson or you know John Bon Jovi or whatnot. And one night, I was asked to go up to meet someone that wanted to say hi. And it was Patti LaBelle. I would have oh, passed out. I would have been in a coma. <laughs> and she was, she was a sweetheart. Oh, she she's a, she's she a won't remember heart. that, but I remember it. And uh, she was amazing. No, everyone loves her. She's very kind and down to earth and as sweet as could be. I've, I've, I hear wonderful stories about her. I only want, you know, uh, we could have met her through Kathy Sledge when we were living in Pennsylvania for a brief time. And we moved, and then I got word that possibly Patty was coming to our house for dinner with Sister Sledge. Uh, Sister Sledge is, you know, Kathy, Kathy, Sledge. Kathy Sledge. And I never forgave myself for moving so quickly. <laughs> I, said, I, I said I could have stayed another month just to meet. I am dying to have Patty Lavelle on this show. I, put, I send it out there all the time, and for some reason, Patty's not hearing. But Patty, if you're here, you've got your number one biggest fan here. I will never hurt so you. So we need to show. we need to go back though, because uh, we were talking before about how you know a lot of young people like your daughter listens to 50s, 60s, and 70s music. So so you guys, anybody listening to this, if you've never listened to Glass Tiger, you really need to listen to Glass Tiger. You also need to listen to Alan Fu by himself, because his solo stuff is awesome. <clears throat> he did an album 80290 Rewind. It's got the, the greatest covers. Um, 
like eighties covers. Don't you forget about me, human. Every time you go away, that's the Paul Paul Young, right? Paul Young, yeah. Yeah, we got everybody wants to rule the world. That's tears for fears. Live to tell. That's Madonna. Someday that's Glass Tiger. Hold me now. I think that's Thompson Twins. Correct. Nothing compares to you. That's Shanae O'Connor. In your eyes, that's Peter Gabriel. Missing you. Who's that? John Waite. John Waite. Uh, time after time is Cindy Lauper and owner of a lonely heart is like yes, right? Correct. Yeah, so they're great covers. You guys got to get it, um, and then you got to get his new album, Happy Holidays. Uh, but listen to Glass Tiger music, you guys. Like the first album, I, I know there's more than one album. I hop on that one because like I literally for about four years I, I switched off between your album and Peter Cetera's first solo album, back and forth. I would listen to it all night long, sleeping for like four years because um, I liked it so much. Um, so listen to the Thin Red Line, you guys. Um, I mean, they had two humongous hits, Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone and Someday, but the whole album is phenomenal. These guys are superstars. Alan's a superstar. Uh, please support him in his uh, – now he's an indie artist, so happy days, happy holidays, and get the Christmas album, Songs for a Winter's Night. You won't be sorry. Okay, now another question. Uh, what does it sell for? I have no idea. <laughs> well, Jimmy, what do you think it's selling? Uh, like 10 bucks or something. It's not a lot of money. Uh, good, because right now people are going through an economic problem with, with this virus. You can stream it for free on Spotify. Right. So go ahead, folks. Stream it for free on Spotify. That's what and you can. If you can't afford to buy it. But if you can afford to buy it, please buy it. So then he can make this some way, money because he doesn't no, make any money streaming. I, I hate him. I'm married, <laughs> I'm married to him for nine years. How I'm doing it, I'll never know. Now, if you're really a friend of mine, why don't you lend me money for a divorce? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, he drives me nuts. He interrupts me all the time. It makes me, you know, 80 years old. I forget things as it is. I don't need to be interrupted. I really become a vegetable moron. Um, see, I forgot. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you can afford to buy this album, please do. This man likes to eat. And this is the, how he makes a living. So don't think you're ha -ha, beating him out of getting it yeah. for free. Only get it for free if you cannot afford it. But if you can afford it, be a sport, be a gent, buy his album. You're an author too, right? Yeah, I put a book out in 2007 called The Action Sandwich. And I'm, as we speak right now, I'm in the middle of writing a second one. There you go. So you guys, you can find out all that information by going to alanfrewworld.com. Um, again, follow him on Twitter and Instagram, Alan, at alanfrew, at Glass Tiger. Uh, I think the Instagram was alan underscore frew. Correct. Uh, follow him, you guys. Watch his show on Instagram. It's very cool. It's a lot of fun. And we want to wish you all the luck with the new album and in your safe travels going with spending the Christmas holiday with your family. I'm, I'm sure you're excited to see him, so we wish you all the best with that. I am. Jimmy and Ron, thank you so much, guys. I, I wish you nothing but peace and happiness during this Christmas season, and uh, I'll talk to you again. Absolutely. Yes, and, thank you. And, and I wish you all things wonderful, always. Thank you, it was, it was a pleasure to, to get to know you again. We've seen you before on our show, but it's been a while ago. Uh, thank you so much for coming and on. If I and, ever, and if thank I you so ever, much for your wonderful album. I really am going to play it as we open our gifts on Christmas, and I'll think of you. Thank you. And if I run into Patty LaBelle, I'll tell her. Yes, tell oh, her. Please do. Tell her. Absolutely. That's hilarious. I'll love you forever if you do. All <laughs> right. Guys. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. Happy Christmas. Uh, all right, everybody. So you guys can listen to the Jimmy Star Show. We're getting ready to bring our, one of our next guests on who's ready. Um, you can listen to the Jimmy Star Show weekly on our home station, W4CY Radio. We're also on K4HD Radio in um, St. Louis. <laughs> No, in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Podomatic, SoundCloud, 
iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, Pandora, and Amazon Podcasts. On TV, you can see us on Roku, Comcast, uh, Vimeo, YouTube, and on JimmyStarsWorld.com. Um, all right, go ahead. Let's, uh, Rebel, let's go ahead and bring her in. And we'll see what we can do. And then I think Ralph's coming in second oh, as soon as he's ready. Oh, we don't see or hear it, though, because the little thing says uh, no no microphone and no picture. So we have to, like, hit the microphone. Ah, there we go. There she is. Look at her. Say something. Let's see if we can hear you. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Oh, my oh, God. I'm so excited. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm sad, though, that I have to follow Alan Frew. I don't, you know. That's a, that's Do you a know who Alan Frew is? I know his work. Oh, my uh, God. Wait, if, you, wait. if you've listened to music any time in the last, I don't know, 30, 40 years, then you've heard Alan Frew's work. Absolutely. Oh, you, you listen to me, sister. <laughs> I, I don't really know who you are because I'm 80 and I don't follow music of today. And since we cannot, we're not allowed to play your music on our show anymore because they throw us off. I said to Jimmy before, let me hear this broad and what she sounds like. <laughs> well, let me tell you in three words. I love you. Oh, <laughs> your I'm Christmas so song, your Christmas song brought tears to my eyes. Are talking about the children, the gifts, everything beautiful and wonderful. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the Christmas song. It's going to make a lot of people out there happy. People I'm that people that are unhappy. You're a wonderful and the voice, the voice is not to be believed. I'm a fan. So hold on, I want to talk for a minute. So because I I I always have known who you are and I'm a big fan and I I so this is gonna sound really stupid, but I saw a tweet that you did saying how people screw your name up all the time. And it was a tweet from five years ago. And so then I Googled you, how do you pronounce your name? And every interview that you were on. They always go straight to the interview, but they never go to how you pronounce your name. So I'm going to guess that I think it's Saida. Um, and is that correct or did I totally butcher it? You are absolutely correct. It's Aida. It's like the opera Aida. Aida. Yes. Saida. So I am so excited Saida. about that. So here's what we're going to do, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Two-time Oscar nominee, Grammy winner, or the most talented songwriter, singwriter, singer on the planet. Saida Garrett, hello and welcome to the show. Hey guys, thanks for having me. Thanks I'm for super well, excited to have you. I, I'm excited that you're here after hearing your song, your Christmas uh, song. Thank I, you. you have a voice that I love. Your voice is very reminiscent of my favorite singer, who's Patti LaBelle, when she sings lower uh, notes. Yes. And also yes. of, of another singer that we know very well, who is... Um, C.C. Penningston. Penniston. Penniston. Yeah. Finally, C.C.'s a dear friend of ours. She's so cool. I've, I've listened oh, I love her. Yeah. I love C.C. So yeah, let me introduce you. First of all, this is my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Ron Russell. Do we have to do that? Yes, because we have to. For the, the listeners, people. the listeners coming in. Um, where, so where, where do you live? No, wait, wait. No, say hello. No, say hello because I've got to do the chat room. Hello, hello, hello. We're married, so we argue all the time. People are used to it. That's why they tune in. Don't worry. Hello. So funny. Hello. Hello, Saeed. Welcome. Hello. Saeeda. Saeeda. Saeeda, welcome to our show. There, there you happy go. Now? Yes. Thank you, Ron. He's happy. We have a oh, chat room with, filled with like about 15 different countries, so please say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody. What's going on? Oh, we have world. Our biggest, our biggest supporter, one of our biggest supporters, not our biggest, one of our biggest supporters is in Germany, and she's a huge music freak. She loves, like, everybody. And when she saw you were coming on the show, I thought she was going to pass out. Mm -hmm. So her name is B. Claudia. So just please say mm -hmm. hi, B. Claudia. 
Claudia, what's up? What's there up? you go. All right, now she'll pass out and we'll be good. Do you, <laughs> do you know Lily McLeod? I do not. Oh, but she's in Europe right now trying to get back here. She's a wonderful singer, and your voice is very similar to her voice. Oh. She has got, oh, she's got one of the most beautiful voices in the world. I call it the violin, and your voice is a violin. Your notes are wonderful, and the pitch of your voice is just uh, perfect. The song, the song is, I can't get over it. I do not blow smoke up anybody's butt, and I don't say anything that I don't feel. And if I didn't like you, I would let you do the interview. So you guys were talking about the song, uh, Have a Very Merry Christmas, if you don't, that me... Saida Garrett did with Ralph Johnson, who is now joining us. Well, Ralph, wait, a minute, wait, wait a minute. Listen, listen. If well, good. We, we, have go four, we have 4.5 million people watching us. And if all yeah, of you... Kidding. No, I'm not kidding. We're all over the world. And if all of you do not buy this album, I don't want you to ever come on our show again. <laughs> because you're stupid oh my and, God. and dumb. Don't be like that. Because, no, this album is so fantastic. It's just a song. It's a single. Song. This song is so fabulous that you've got to add it to your Christmas re uh, music. Well, I, I told Jimmy to put it in our house. Hold on. So now we have to introduce Ralph. First of all, Ralph, let's hear you talk to make oh, sure we can hear you. Time. Hey, can you hear me? And hello, good day, one and all. I you see you've already, engaged, you've already engaged with the beautiful Saida, who's one of my favorite people. Absolutely. So, are, so is one thing you can do for, okay, uh, can you like move your screen back a little bit so we don't cut off the top of your head? Yes, we can do that. I love the pink bow tie. That's fabulous. I love the bow tie, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a bow tie. I'm a bow tie person. Every now and then, I like to work a little bow tie action, you know. So okay, I look so like an idiot. All right, everybody. So not oh, we've already welcomed Saida to the show. Now we want to welcome a uh, 17-time Grammy nominee, six-time Grammy winner, uh, one of the members of Earth, Wind, and Fire, one of the <laughs> most popular commercial best-selling groups of all time, Mr. Ralph Johnson. Hello and welcome to the hey, show. Ralphie. Oh, that was good, Saida. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was freaking oh fabulous. <laughs> hey, 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 thank you. Thank you for having us on. It's good to be here. How are you guys doing? What's going We're on? Fantastic. I, I think you have to introduce me. Right? Okay, so yeah, now I have to introduce this is my cool, outrageous man about town co host, Mr. Ron Russell. Ron <laughs> Russell. Yeah, I have to be a phony now and act like an actor. Welcome to our show. It's so nice to have you here today. It is nice to have you. Now, me. listen to me. Do me a favor. You must do this, or we're going to. Cut you out right now. <laughs> sing, sing with me the first lyric to Do You Remember? Let's do it. Ready? Together. Three. Together. One, two, three. three. Do you remember? Do you remember? Okay. The now I, September. Okay. Now I can go around. He's going to go tell everybody. I sang with no, you. I don't do that to everybody. So, you know, you must be. No, wait a Listen, I'm going to go tell everybody now, right on Facebook. Did you know I sang with Earth, Wind, and Fire? <laughs> well. You just did. <laughs> I just did. I made history. And we have a chat room full of people, Ralph, so just say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. It's good to see you. Hello. There you go. Hello. So I want to I'm tell here you. With the lovely Saida here with Garrett. the lovely Saida. She is so fabulous. And talented. Yes, with a, she voice, is. a voice like a violin. Um, I can so do I wanna, it. I want to, number one, say we're excited to have both of you guys. Uh, we've been very fortunate that our show has gotten a lot of musical legends lately. And you're our third Earth, Wind, and Fire me member that have, we've had actually on the show. 
We had Verdi and White really? on about a month ago, and then last year we had Philip Bailey on. Um, well, shoot, sure, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm lagging. I'm behind. About time I made it, right? But nobody else wore a beautiful bow tie like that, and nobody else has a duet with the fabulous Saida Garrett. So, like, you are totally, like, killing it, dude. Now, about the <laughs> and, song. And, and about thank the, you about the bow tie and fabulous she is, yes. Yes, she is. About the song, I, I explained this to Saida. That we're not allowed, to, we're not permitted to play music anymore because they cut us off and all some kind of bullshit. Anyway, I said to Jimmy this morning, play the song for me so I know what I'm talking about. They played the song. The lyrics are so charming. I mean, the part about the children opening the gifts got me, I got tears. The, her voice is a friggin' violin. The, 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 the background is so my music. It's so almost like cool 70s, almost I want to be jazz disco. It's just so groovy, as we used to say. I'm telling everybody, you must, I insist that you get this out, this song. It's not a, it's a single, it's not an album. It's called Have a Very Merry Christmas. So it how is, did you guys, did you guys know each other? Great. How did you hook up together to do a song? Tell them, Ralph. Saida had, Saida had worked with Earth Wind on our Now Then and Forever album, a song called My Promise. And uh, so right around 20, it was 2014 when we did this. And, uh, you know, I have on my bucket list uh, three things. So one of those three things was to write one day a really cool Christmas song. But That's the other cool. two things are, the other two things are to go do a VIP ride with the Blue Angels okay. and then to go scuba diving in the Sea of Cortez with the Manta Rays because I'm a certified scuba diver also. Back it up, back it up, back it up. You want to ride with the Blue Angels? I would like die. Like I'm yeah, terrified. Yeah, I would. I'm very, well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a student pilot, so I'm very much into military aircraft. Good for you. That's so, fabulous. I don't know. I don't. You know. I don't know what to tell you. But anyway, so gotta have goals, uh, Ron. You gotta have goals. Yes. Amen. Amen. You know. So we want to. We want to interview One of the writers on the tune. One of the writers on the tune. Raymond Crosley came to me with the track. And uh, he said, man, check this out. And I listened, I said, wow, okay, that's a really cool track. And I kind of came up with the hook about have a very Merry Christmas. Then I said, man, I need somebody to sing this and I need somebody to work with me and finish these verses off and put the, the magic on it. And I really, honestly, I was intimidated. I was, I didn't know if I should call, say, you know, what she would say. No. I was like, no. I was like, man, I was stressing out behind. No, she's, a, she's a sweet so guy. I called, I called her, I called her up. I spoke <clears> with her <throat> wonderful manager, her husband, Eric. And uh, husband, he said, sir. man, yeah, you know, hey. And we put it together and what you hear is, I think it's just fabulous. It's a really great, Christmas song. It really is. It it's is great well, because it, 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 it sang it and she wrote the lyrics. Well, let me say three. Let me say three things about the song. You know, we're educated music people. I'm 80 years old. I've been around seven generations of music, so I know shit from Shinola. The three things about the song that's wonderful are number one, the voice, number two, the music, and number three, the lyrics. When you have those three components in a piece, it is it is going to live forever. Please, everybody right. out there, listen to me. You will be so happy. You will call me and thank me and say, Ron Russell, thank you. Thank you for insisting we get this song. It's It has to be up there with Johnny Mantis, Patti LaBelle, and the rest of my fabulous people at Christmas time. Oh, By the way, do, you, does any, do, do either one of you know Patti LaBelle? Yes. 
I think we did. You you must contact her. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, Kathy Sledge is a dear friend of mine from Sister Sledge, Ah. and we lived in Pennsylvania. They lived next door, the next town over. And I said to Kathy, "Why don't you come over for dinner? I'll make a nice Italian meal for you and your husband." And she said, "I'd love to, Ron." And then she calls me back. She said, "You know, I could invite Patty Labelle." Well, after they picked me up off the kitchen floor and resuscitated me, I said, "Are you?" jazzing me you're going to bring patty labelle here for dinner and she said yes and i said you know she's a good cook i better cook good and i was floating for days and days and, and then, then we moved then we sold the house and the people wanted it right away and we're in california and we moved to palm springs and they went my labelle dinner <laughs> what, I, did you, what did you cook that night i want to know what you cooked <laughs> Do I remember? It was delicious. Whatever he's it is. Italian, so well, he comes Italian really. Well, whatever good. it was, it was high-end Italian food. It wasn't pizza, that's for sure. I'm only asking because I do a pretty cool lasagna. I'm just saying. Oh, there we go. I, I love I lasagna. Also. But so, I, hold on, wait, wait, wait. I I consider Patty Labelle to be one probably of no, of all time. no to probably be one of the clearest most wonderful note-carrying voices I have ever heard in my life. When when LaBelle goes, and she goes way up where nobody can go, it's not screaming, it is a voice. Mm. I adore right. Patti LaBelle, I have every bit of her music, and I just told Aida, no, no, that I think she's got a little bit of LaBelle in her in the lower octave. I would. Yeah. I'll take any percentage of LaBelle. I, I mean, come uh, on. <laughs> so listen, do me a favor, really, if you can contact them. Oh, yeah, right. No, really, I would do it for them. Are you serious? We're <laughs> the listen, we're all in the same business. And tell her that we love her and we would love her to come on our show. And I won't curse and I'll keep the show clean. Yeah, because sometimes we curse. So I want to do some I want to do some bragging for the two of you and guys I got first. No yeah. we, we will give her such a tribute. She'll never forget it. So you guys, first of all, the new single is called Have a Very Merry Christmas. You can go on YouTube, and all you have to do to listen to it is plug in the title and stick in Ralph Johnson, Saida Garrett, and you will have it there, and you can watch it. And it is really a beautiful video, and the two of them together, it's just phenomenal. Jimmy, um, do you think there's any hang way? Hang on, let me finish. Wait, wait, do you think there's any way that we could contact YouTube and no, say to them? No, I already tried. No, say to them, this song is going to help with the It virus. doesn't make any difference. People that are committing suicide because of this, this song gives them inspiration. Makes people happy. Okay, but I've tried. Think, I don't think YouTube would deny. I've tried. I tried it. No, so here's what me, happened. So I don't know wait, if you guys. No, wait. If wait you guys, one thing. Please let me, bang please let me talk. I'll hit you. Not <laughs> we're, we're married. We fight all the time. So <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Well, so, we love do you guys know? Do you guys know who John B is? Have you ever heard of John B, the R and B singer? Anyway, absolutely. I toured with John B in um, Singapore, uh, Shanghai. Yeah. Not, not not to be like sarcastic or anything, but like there's a bigger list of people you haven't toured with than lists that you have toured with. Uh, okay. <laughs> so uh, anyway, we had him on for his new single and we were playing the new single and in the middle of the show, YouTube and Facebook and everybody cut us off. Because you don't have the rights. Literally, they took us off the air because we don't have the rights to play the songs, even though it was his song. Um, And so we're not allowed to do it anymore. That's why we're telling people where to go. You know what, Jimmy? Give me whoever the CEO, whoever's ahead of you. Okay, we'll worry about that Uh, later. I will contact them about, no, I want to tell them about this particular song. 
It's a fabulous song. My thing in life right now is to stop the suicides. We have so many suicides coming in from people who are alone. It's pathetic. This song can only bring them happiness and make them smile it's and feel good. Song. We may save lives with your song. I know it sounds corny and pretentious and weird, but I'm a weirdo, so I believe in this kind of stuff. So hang on, let me go. Uh, I have to do no, my one bragging. More, stop interrupting. You could bring all day. No, God. I need to. I need to shut up. I hate him. I wanted to. Listen, could you lend me some money for a divorce? <laughs> now listen, listen to me, please, Jimmy. Call YouTube. You can't call YouTube. Oh, well, years ago we called people. <laughs> you can't call anybody. You can't call Netflix. You can't call Apple. Isn't you can't that call sad? anybody. Isn't that sad that we can't call each people? All right. So anyway, let me go on because I've got lots of stuff to go over here. I want to go over to in promoting this song I, I and all the other things. I hope you all don't think we're weird. So here's first of all, uh, I'm going to go since Sayida came on first. I want to like do some bragging yes, for her real quick. Such a first of all, I had no idea that you did. Do you want it right now? Which I know a lot of people have covered, and it's from the Fast Forward soundtrack. And I had no idea that that was you until I Wikipedia'd you today. And I, I listened, used to listen to the song all the time when I was a little bit younger, and I didn't know who sang anything. I just listened to songs. So you it's were fabulous. Never younger. Um, yes, I was. So you also, you guys. So not only has she worked with almost everybody on the planet, um, she co-wrote "Man in the Mirror" with Michael Jackson. She sings on "I Just Can't Stop Loving You" with Michael Jackson. She's worked with the Pointer Sisters, the brand new heavies, the brand new heavies of which she was a member of uh, for a short time. Quincy Jones, Tevin Campbell, we've had on the show, Donna Summer, Madonna, Woo! Jennifer Hudson, where she got her Grammy nomination and her two-time Oscar nomination for the song uh, from Dreamgirls, uh, "Love You, I Do." And uh, and in 2017, she brought a, got a Lifetime Achievement Award by the National R&B Music Society in Philadelphia, and it was presented by Kathy Sledge. Is why I brought that up. <laughs> Isn't, isn't Kathy a sweetie pie? She is a doll. I love, I love her so much. Just a doll. I want Jimmy to tell you the story about Kathy Sledge. I have Jimmy, Jimmy tell me the story. Wait, I have interviewed Betty Davis and Laura McCall. I have interviewed the greatest stars of Hollywood over the years. And none of them impressed me. You know, Betty was cool. We talked about, you know, her toilet seat. And, <laughs> no, seriously. And uh, I don't get affected by big names. I'm in the business forever. Well, we go to a screening of a uh, TV series. In Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. And I'm walking through the crowd, talking to people, and suddenly this woman is talking to me, and I said, your name is? And she said, Kathy Sledge. Take it over. Oh, so he goes freaking out. <laughs> He's like, Kathy Sledge from Sister Sled? And I was about 25 yards away from him at the other end of the room, and all of a sudden I hear him screaming, Jimmy, Jimmy, get over here. This is Kathy Sledge from Sister Sledge. And he starts singing We Are Family in front of like 500 people. And um, uh, and it was it, it was great because then we uh, we talked with her. We had her come on the show. We became friends. We went and saw her in New York when she played. Um, oh. Who was that? Oh, my God. She did What's-A-Face with the Flowers, uh, the, sing, the jazz singer, Billie Holiday. She did a, a play of Billie she Holiday. Did she did all was... Billie's songs, and I was sitting there like melting. Because I first, first of all, now she's my friend, and I love her voice, and I love her, and I just couldn't stop telling her after the show how wonderful she was when she did, you know, Dems is God. Oh God. <laughs> anyway, he never gets affected by like hardly anybody at mm -hmm. all, and um, and and it's the first time in like all the years that we had been together that that I'd ever seen him actually affected, and we meet, you right. know, I know fabulous, John, wonderful I, I people. Know, I know Johnny Mathis, my idol, my my favorite <laughs> male singer. I went boot shopping with him Next in, 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 in Hollywood. <laughs> you know, I'm going back in Hollywood. 
Comes so wait, hang on. Love everybody. Let me life. keep going though. Hold on. So now we're gonna get to brag a little <laughs> bit for Ralph, you guys. So Ralph, you guys, anybody on the planet, everybody knows Earth, Wind, and Fire. Um, everybody knows who they are. Over a hundred million records sold. One of the most commercially successful acts of all time, according to Rolling Stone. Um, six Grammy wins. Actually, I had written down eight someplace before though. I don't know why, but it's seven. Actually, uh, it's actually seven. Okay, seven, good. The last, one, the last one was 2016 and was Lifetime Achievement. Okay, they need to add that to your Wikipedia. So seven Grammy, okay. 17, eight, that means there's 18 nominations probably, four American Music Awards, um, and you guys know these songs, September, Boogie Wonderland, After the Love is Gone, Fantasy After Reasons, Got to Get You Into My Life. Ron was having me play all the songs this morning. Reasons, Shining Star, there's so many of them, you Shining can't count Star. them all. So between the two of these people- Wait, wait, wait. You also have to say that Ralph is one of the original members of Earth yes. and Fire. Yes, an original member, which is That's freaking right. like awesome. That's right. You know, I, I, I take that. Do I? Do, wait a minute. Do I need to bring up last year's Kennedy Center honor, or just leave that out? <laughs> no, no, bring it out. Bring it up. Bring it up, up baby. Uh, I can leave it out, or you can. You know, it's up to you. Bring, I don't know what bring I it up. Bring it up. No, bring no, it up. bring it up. You know what? You're one of the like the most famous, popular, successful musicians in the history of music. You're, you're, you guys. you're up there with royalty. You're up there with the music of the '70s and '80s, which was the best music ever written, except for jazz of the '40s. And well, you're you're royalty. I mean, come on, cut the crap. I put you guys. Wait, I, I have danced to your music, I have gotten loaded to your music, and I have sung your music all of my life. Earth, Wind, and Fire okay. is up there with Chicago and all the other boys and all the greats. Uh, yeah, we have Bill Champlin from Chicago coming, coming on. Week. I mean, we have, <laughs> looking. we've had all the royalty of the best music ever. Disco music still turns me on. I play it all the time, and I, I dance around to lose weight. So hold um, on, let's go back there. So no, well, first of all, go ahead. <clears throat> No, I was going to say, well, thank you for the compliments. And, you know, they're I just not, tell people not, wait, they're not in, compliments. In, in interviews that I've been very blessed. And it's just, Ralph, just Ralph, in my Ralph, life, I've been very blessed. Ralph, they are not yes. compliments. They are not compliments. They're truth. They're it's accomplishments. Compliments, baby. Com facts. Facts, that's right. Compliments can be bullshit. Oh my God, I love you, you know, Saida. Oh, she could be my best friend. She's got a, and you have such she's got a mouth smile. like mine. Saida's got a mouth like mine. She'll, you have the most beautiful she'll tell you, smile. Saida will put you in your place in two minutes. There's nobody's fool. I love her mouth. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, my, I could, my. Oh, she, she's one tough bunny. <laughs> she's sugar on the outside and she's lemon First of all, you can't be as successful as you've been if you didn't. You that's know. a great lemonade, by the way, Ron. Yes. I know it is, yeah. and it's delicious. <laughs> so, see how she comes back. She's so beautiful. I, I really love you. I, I, where do you live? I live in Hancock Park in Los Angeles. Oh, my very good friend I lived there also. Um, when Ralph, wait, where do you live? Are you in California also, Ralph? I'm in, yeah, I'm in, I'm in Woodland Hills. Okay, oh, cool. we're going to invite the both of you to the next big function that we go to, which would probably be a music function that they're trying to put together with all the great music of years ago. It'll be a big feast once we're able. Once to we're able to get out of the house. This is, way, I, this, I, after, I, I, is this after the vaccine or yeah, before? This is, no, no, this is no, going to be after because we don't go anywhere. No, we're not. We're not allowed. <laughs> we're told to stay home now. No, this way. We can, I can get to hug Saida and take your bow tie. <laughs> oh, so, wow. so, so, okay. so, so, hang on. Ralph told us his three 
his his like uh, bucket list things, and you've had so many accomplishments, you can't even like name them all. So like, what's on your bucket list of that you haven't done yet that you still would like to do? Well, I still got to knock out that that VIP ride with the Blue Angels because of you know I'm in the military <laughs> I, aircraft. I love that, and I still have to go scuba diving uh, down in Cozumel and see if I can hook up with some manta rays. Okay, so Saida, so put yours so into his. That's pretty much that's pretty much it, you know. I mean, that's I don't know everything, everything else. Saida, how about you? What I mean, you you've worked with the biggest people on the planet. You're a superstar. Like, what is there left that you would really like to do? Because I also read that you uh you um you did a little bit of acting in something with Te and Tevin Campbell was in it too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's real. It's hard to tell. We had an ill-fated pilot that uh, <laughs> went rather quickly, but yeah, I think before I him laughing. <laughs> Before I leave this planet, I want to do a photo uh, uh, safari in Kenya. Oh, cool. Oh. And I would like to uh, win Knitwear Designer of the Year at some point. And I would like to also win an Oscar. And a Tony. <laughs> my Grammy. There you go. I love it. I love it. Hey, let me, hey, let me, let me, I got to jump in on this knitting thing. Man, Saida Garrett can knit. And I don't mean almost knit. I mean, she can knit, Jack. I mean, we'll knit you something to wear, and it will be fabulous. I knit she and can crochet, knit. actually. And I crocheted what I'm wearing, actually. Oh, it's beautiful. Stand but, up a little hello. bit just so we can see. Check that out. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Oh, that is beautiful. Fabulous. Are those sequins in the front? Yes. I, yeah, you sold you them out. Down. I mean, she, she is super, super. That's oh man. Beautiful. I've been dying to show you my chest anyway. They all <laughs> run that. Now listen, you know what? You know what? You know what? I wish they would bring back to film. And I'm, I'm an, I'm, I'm an expert on old film, by the way. I, I worked with Robert Osborne years ago on preserving all of the great movies of the 40s. Like kind of classic movies. 20 classic, right? I want, I want to bring back. Um, Oh my God, I'm 80 years old, you'll lose it. Take my hand, I'm a stranger in paradise. That musical. I don't know what Kismet, Kismet. And I Kismet. would love to, and I yeah. would love to see Saida playing the lead in Kismet. And I can just hear her now in the garden when he's making love to her. And she's singing that wonderful song with that gorgeous violin in her throat. You know, we've really got to bring back the musical. They were wonderful musicals. We bring in everything else back, all the crap of years ago. The junk somehow gets in, but the good stuff doesn't. So many Broadway musicals that black people haven't played in. And it would be so refreshing to see the leads played by a black artist instead of always a white artist. And I feel Let's good about it. musical, Ralph, to go along with our Christmas song. There you go. You say what, Sadie? We need write a write musical. Write a musical to go along with our Christmas song. Why not oh, have you did, but wait a minute, Say, didn't you do some music for, for music a Christmas musical uh, in did. Europe or something? It, yeah, I was in uh, um, Austria and right. we were celebrating the two hundredth anniversary of the writing of the song Silent Night. And it was written by two Austrian gentlemen, very right. famous songwriters there. They're very proud of that, uh, that little piece of heritage and history. So we wrote, uh, along with John Debney, and uh, wrote this amazing uh, Christmas musical that it, it, it was unlike anything I'd ever done because we had a set deadline 
We already had a place, so we had to work backwards, like when we we're going to start to end at, at on Christmas Day in this particular um, soundstage. And it was the same place that The Sound of Music was filmed. So Whoa. Austria in the summer was amazing. That's when I went there to do the casting and then went back for Christmas, and it was like living in a Christmas card. Yeah, it's true. Wow. It was just, wow. it was so beautiful. It was the epitome of Christmas, and I loved it. And the musical went over very well. Uh, it was on for a couple of weeks, I think, and uh, sold out the whole time, like the governor and the mayor, and they all came. Yay. To it was amazing. It was really amazing. So hold on. Wait, wait, wait. With, your, with your energy, you could play Mame Dennis in Anthony Mame. Stop, like putting, a, stop putting me, I don't want to work that hard. Stop putting me to work. <laughs> Are you serious? So wait, I want to wait to be on Broadway in a play like in a musical like that is, 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 is I'm sure it's amazing, but um that's it's a lot of work. I know what yes. that entails. It's a lot of it's I a believe lot that every night. Okay. Yeah. So and, I want to go back to the to the knitting thing. So, so I was a clothing designer for many, many, many years. I dressed like Elton John and all kinds of cool people and uh, did costume design for films and everybody on now that you mentioned it, they're all like in the chat room because there's a ton of people in the chat room just chatting as we go along. And and uh, they said they well, what's your, first of all tell everybody what's your Instagram? Saida Garrett. So it's Saida Garrett. They're all talking about how beautiful <laughs> that you can see your knitwear on your on your Instagram page. Yes, yes. So you guys follow her on Instagram and and look at all her cool stuff. And so um, so like, do you sell the stuff that you make, or do you just make it for friends, or what are you doing so far? Is it just a I've hobby? Been, I've been making stuff for friends and family for years, but <clears throat> I've been encouraged. I was the keynote speaker for the Vogue Knitting Live a couple of years ago, and I've been encouraged by um, uh, famous knitwear designers who have t television shows on on uh, on. Uh, the DIY network and, and yep. things like that. And they've encouraged me to, to write a book for my designs because I don't really follow a pattern. I will, I will make a garment based on something that I've seen or someone else's pattern. But I, since I don't follow the pattern, it becomes my own design. And I always I love it. to make, to make it mine. So I might. So, uh, did you make anything for Ralph? Have you made Ralph anything? <laughs> See, he's waiting. He's sitting there waiting, going, where's mine? You know what? You know what? Ralph made me a bracelet. Ralph weaves, what do you call Is it macrame? It's, paric it's paracord. Paracord. Paracord bracelet. Beautiful. Okay. That's right. favorite, Saida's favorite color is orange. Am I not right? Is that, That's right. Right? right. That's right. He's drinking out of know what you're dealing with. You know. There you go. <laughs> That's my color, too. I really like and, it. In the, and the chat room, that Ralph, they want to know, like, so how long have you been flying? They want to know about your flying adventures. I started, I started uh, taking lessons in 1977. And uh, we used to, in the early days, when we started doing special effects in Earth, Wind, and Fire, we had this spot in the show where the drum set that I was playing on would rise up and then it would tilt right and left and then it would turn upside down and I would still be playing upside down. And so the, gentleman, the gentleman that was flying us uh, at that time in our four engine turboprop said, man, I could teach you how to fly. I said, okay, let's go. So I started taking flight lessons in 77. I still have to finish, but I've got about 80 hours in a Piper Warrior. I mean, I can fly. Do you, you know, fly upside down? The final exam. You know, do, huh? do, do you fly upside down? No, I don't do inverted flying. 
Only inverted drum playing does he do. Oh, yeah. Only inverted no, no, drum no, playing, I was, yes, yes. I was going to say, you should fly upside down while you're playing drums in an airplane and have it videoed. That would be remarkable. Yeah, you get like millions if of hits. You'll, oh, if I mean, you'll pay for these special effects, I think I can do it. <laughs> you know what? What special effect? What, what CGI costs today? It would See? probably be my entire life's income. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's but, uh, no. So that's I, I. I don't have my pilot's license to answer you. I'm still a student pilot, uh, but uh, we're working on that. You know. I, I think good. It's just stay safe. I, I don't care for flying. I'm not a so now that you two have become such good friends, like are we going to see some other collaborations coming out in the future? I know you're good friends. I can tell yeah, by all the mannerisms. Yeah, Ralph. <laughs> that must mean that Saida wants to do it and Ralph's blowing her off. <laughs> no, <laughs> Give her a no, date, no, Ralph. No, Give no, her a date. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, listen up. All right, listen, listen. So after we did the Christmas song, I'm walking around the house thinking, Okay, a Christmas song is cool, but that's seasonal. You're going to get about two weeks out of a year for that. So I I sat down with my other writing partner, Marcel East, and we came up with this track. And then we wrote this song, the three of us, myself, Marcel East, and Saida called Aura, Embrace Your Light. And it's a beautiful tune. And where is it? Has it come out? Yeah, he froze. Yeah, he did. I have oh, oh, Ralph, you're frozen. Yeah, go ahead. There you go. Okay, so go. what happened? What happened to that song, Ralph? It's out. It's out. We put it out. We wound up putting it out. Oh, Absolutely. Wait, tell Matter us the name of it again so Saida, we can find it. Just, Saida, for your information, I've been doing some additional production on that tune here at home, which I haven't given to you yet, but it's. Oh, wait, what's, the, give us the what's name? the name Aura. of the song? Aura. The song is called. Thank you. Go ahead. Aura, embrace your light. And I want to hear Aura. it. You know, I'm a, fan of your, I'm, a, I'm a fan of yours now after hearing your Christmas song. I'm sorry. I that actually, I, I don't I, know. You know what? Here's, here's something. No, you, have been a, you, you have been a fan of forever. I'm talking about Saida. You know, now that I hear your credits, I know your music. I just never knew who you were. Why is it that your publicist never made you the, the, the number one in the song, the number two? They made the music more famous than you, and I don't get that. <laughs> I, wasn't the, I wasn't the artist at the, at the time. It, my, my career is storied and uh, checkered, but um, I'm happy with the success that I've had. I, I, can, uh, I live very comfortably, and... I guess things happen for a reason. I don't know if I would have been able to handle success at an uh, at an early uh, stage in my career. I'm just I'm just happy the way things have gone thus far. I have to tell you. Let me finish. I'm adding you to my list, and I intend to push you whenever I can, so people will know who you are and what it is you have done and what you have sung, because you certainly deserve the credit. Thank you. Period. I, no, I want to no, say no bullshit because we're a little bit different apart in ages, even though like I look old. Jimmy's much older. Um, yeah, right. I'm eighty. And, uh, 80. Oh, um, wow. I have to say, because as soon as I told people that you were coming on the show, uh, anybody who's in that age range of like you know twenty five to like fifty five, they knew immediately because I I I got like thousands of retweets and likes and stuff uh, on it. 
And so, right. uh, and, and people were like fainting. They're like, you're kidding, you're kidding, you're kidding. So, so you have a huge, huge fan base and audience. And, and Ralph, you know, you have a huge oh, fan right. base and audience. Cause like, Worldwide. You know, doesn't even get I any mean, freaking like bigger. We don't even have to up talk you. So, so is there, get out of so here. let's, let's go with this though. Then is there like, I, I know you, I mean, it doesn't get much bigger than Michael Jackson, but this is a question for both of you. Like, so you've, you've worked with like so many people. Is there like one person that's just been out of your grasp or out of your reach that you haven't had a chance to work with yet that you think it would be fun to work with? For me, it was Prince. Oh, and you can't do oh, that. Well, That's too bad. Well, then replace, talent re ever. replace Prince with Patti LaBelle. <laughs> I would love <laughs> and to then hear, no, I would love to hear an on your own, on my own, with, between the two of them. They could do a gay version, a lesbian version, and they could, no, seriously. Hey, listen, we're gay. We have a right to. You know, Black, black Lives Matter. Well, so do gay rights matter. We, we're so like left behind. Everybody's doing diversifying everything. Television commercials, they're brown, they're black, they're green, they're yellow, they're blue. No gays. We're still yes, in the closet. Yes, the Oh, one. Okay, when they advertise an AIDS pill, that's nice. Look, we all think we all have AIDS. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's sad what the media does to gay people. Well, they've been doing it to black people for centuries, so now it's our turn. You guys got out of the closet. You're, you're free now. You're going to have it's oh, we're far from freedom. Well, oh, no, no, both. You should have been Now, that's true. Ralph, that's true. Okay, Ralph. Wait a minute. I didn't get a chance. I didn't get a chance to answer the question. Okay. Yes. See, now, when I answer this question, I'm really going to be dating myself because I'm going to throw out a name of a female vocalist that none of you are familiar with. Mary Wells. No, Shirley Bassey. Oh, oh I love knows. Shirley. He's 80. I mean, I was born in 1940. Even I know. Shirley, I'm not that Shirley old. Bassey sung the James Bond song. What are you kidding? Dame, Dame Shirley Bassey. I would love to work with Shirley Bassey on something. Is she, That's is she still around? Incredible voice. Just a big, big voice. Just big. You know? But she's got to be my age. Well, if I don't know. If she's still around. Call her up. I don't know. I'll see if we can get in touch with her. I would we'll love to have her on our show. <laughs> I would love to have her on our show because she really knocked out some great work. So I want to do a, one more bragging for both of you. So for the Ralph, Ralph, you guys, Ralph is like a phenomenal jazz musician, um, which you should be able to tell just when you listen to the Christmas song and everything that you, you got going on. He's like phenomenal. And he just reached, I don't know how long old this is, but you got an HMMA nomination for Smooth and You featuring Gerald well, Clayton. I got an HMA, HMMA for smoothing you, but check this out. In 2018, I won an HMMA working with Saida Garrett on the tune we mentioned earlier, Aura. Aura, okay, yeah! Now, now, wait a minute. We have to let Wait a minute. Don't make me go get it. I'm going to go get, get it right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Wait, wait, you have to tell our listening audience what an H A M H M M A Hollywood Music and Media's Award. I think okay. is what that's named. Nobody yes. knows. I got invited to that last year, but we didn't go. We got invited to that, but we didn't go. Saida, you look like you're a character. There it is. Yay! Congratulations. The so you got that, one too. I won that working with that wonderful lady right there. Thank you very so, much. Uh, so Saida, you have one too. There's her Grammy too, right behind her. 
Yeah. You know what I like most about it? I like the coolest shit ever. You know what I like? Congratulations. You know, Saida, you know what I like most about you in this interview? You're honest. You're not bullshitting us back. And I like that. When so many people come on and they do this, you know, goody two shoes crap, I like the fact that you set the record straight and you tell it like it is. You're like me, upfront and honest. So here's Saida's next thing. She's got a single out, you guys, and it's a very powerful song. It's called The New Frontier, Say Their Names. And it's a yep. Black Lives Matter song about the people, uh, all the people who have been killed, mentioning the actual the names of the people who were killed. And it's very, very emotional. Um, and everybody needs to go on YouTube and Google it and watch it because it's phenomenal. Um, so the two of them, I've got such great things going on. And um, I was, you. I was actually told that I have to make sure I have Saida out of here uh, at at one forty-five, which is like thirty seconds away from now. Yeah, but she doesn't want to go. I know. Well, she's got to go. And our whole show ends in five minutes I'm anyway. Sorry. But we want to thank you, Saida. We think you're such a, an amazing talent, and it's been such a pleasure to have you on our show. Um, congratulations on all your successes, and I know there's going to be many, many more, but uh, it's such an honor to have you, and it's been a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you, Ralph, for inviting me to participate. No, I, I had to do it, Saida. You know, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you, Black, baby. I love you, Black. You <laughs> That's, I've never heard that one. That's, that's really, actually a really good one. That's so. a new one. I, no, I, I, mean, I like it. I like it's it. an old one that I just made up. You know? yeah, and you wait, guys have a Saida, will I offend all our black friends if I say that to them? If I say um, I love you black. I love you black. Uh, is, that, is that like going to be like a racist remark? I don't know. Do? Coming from an old Jew, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know. Jew, so I don't know. He is an old Jew, so I don't know. <laughs> well, anyway, wait, wait, you guys. Here's if you're up to it. Try. I'm going to call Cece Peniston. Peniston. I call her Peniston. Uh, Cece. Oh, you can ask her. She'll tell you. And I'm going to say to her, yeah. I, I, I love you black. And if she said, Ron, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know what? Let me, tell you, let, me tell, let me tell you a quick story. We were at Angie B. Angie's house. No, no. Don't tell that story. Why no, 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 I can, no, no. I can do it. No, you guys, it's have a very merry, have a very merry Christmas. It's with uh, Ralph Johnson and Saida Garrett, and uh, it's a fabulous, fabulous song. And, and 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 so, are you all ready for the holidays? Absolutely, absolutely. I'm all set. You know, gonna be right here in my own little quarantine bubble with the family. Are you those know? all your Grammy awards behind you on the fireplace? Those are my Grammys. Yeah. One, those two, are the seven Grammys. The Grammy sitting in the center is Lifetime Achievement. That's Congratulations. You, you, better, make, really, you better make the mantle wider because there may be new ones coming and they won't fit. Look at that. The mantle one, is well, flooded. There's no room for well, another one. Well, yeah, we'll you have, have to, to make room. Yeah, that's right. You have to make room. Now, I have an yeah. approximate idea of your age. And let me tell you, you're like me. We're cool older guys. We're not like old men, and you're not old by any means, neither am I. 80 years old today is a new 60, uh, and I feel 50. Glad so. you told me that. No, it's true. You know, years ago, many years ago, people my age did not dress like I dressed. They dressed right. in gray, baggy, old clothes. Women wore black clothes. You know, they all wore mourning or whatever the hell it looked like back then. Today, 80-year-old women are in spandex pants with no bra and high heels and hair that's all extension. So we're not old. Well, anymore. now, that must be quite a look. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love that. No, no, no. 
Ralph, you know, some of them look good. Some Ralph, of them look good. Ralph, there are some of them out there that look great. If you look yeah. at Jane, you look at Jane Fonda. She's eighty-four years old. Oh, and she's still a hot piece of ass. Okay, Jane Fonda is good looking. And the last sexy. time I saw Jane Fonda was at Clive Davis's pre-Grammy party a couple of years ago. That's and, awesome. And she, I don't know if which you look is, at it, which is the party to be at the night before the Grammys. Absolutely. Well, she's a no, it absolutely she is. She looks wonderful for an old broad. So, there's a lot of them out there that look great. So, Ralph, how do people find you in social media? What are you? Are you on Instagram? I'm, I am usually Ralph Johnson EWF. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter, and I am on Instagram. So I'm not hard to find at all. And then your website, you go by, you use earthwindandfire.com? I use earthwindandfire, yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys, yeah. it's earthwind and you write out the and. So it's earthwindandfire.com if you right. want to see what's going on. Hopefully you guys will be, this will all go away and you guys will go on tour again sometime next yeah. year. Hopefully. Now, Ralph, tell Absolutely. me a little bit about, Ralph, like one minute. tell me a little bit about your early background. Where are you from? Where'd you get started? Um, I am born and raised here in Los Angeles, California. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and when did Came up, came up in Mid City, which is the Adams Crenshaw area, and uh, went to a uh, 24th Street Elementary School, Mount Vernon Junior High, which is now Johnny Cochran Junior High. And then in 1966, we moved to Inglewood, and at that time, uh, the Forum was just being built. So one of my greatest moments was to be able to sell the Forum out five nights in a row with Earth, Wind, and Fire, and have my parents there. Since that's we saw so that cool. That, that's an achievement. That's a huge that's, achievement. So you had a good early start. You know, most everybody that we know has been. I, I was born in Brooklyn Projects, Red Hook Projects. So you know, okay, Diana Ross was a project girl. All the the R and B people from Motown mostly were from the projects. And I had a good rapport with them when I spoke with them because we knew what project life was like. And now look at right. us now. And and so I just say to them, you know, it's wonderful how you've achieved what you've achieved, the beauty, the fame, of the music. And I, I say you. that to you. You are definitely an asset to your race. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, I'm going personal here. I mean, he's <laughs> elegant. He's well. He's he's well spoken. He's elegant. He's beautifully dressed. He's got style. Thank you. Styling thank you, class. Thank you. Styling class. Thank you. Absolutely. So, Ralph, we yeah, wish you, you for having me on the show. It we wish you and your family a wonderful listen, Christmas. Listen to me. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. Are you shitting me? Thank you. My thrill that go. I got go. to talk to you. Are you serious? So, it's thank my, you so much. My, my thrill. Ralph Johnson, everybody, mm -hmm. have a Merry Christmas. All the best to you and your family. Check out the single. Have a very Merry Christmas and, 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 and all the best to you always. Thank all you so much, cool. guys. Thank you for Thanks. having me. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye, -bye. Bye everybody. Thank hey, everybody. Thanks for wonderful. tuning in, everybody. We hope everybody had a good time. Sorry I to pay attention to the chat room because there was too much going on, but we want to thank everybody for tuning in. It was a great show, and uh, we'll see you guys next week with uh, Bill Champlin from Chicago. It'll be a lot of fun. Bye, everybody. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest newest and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell.